Can I say I won't give it up? Joseph Reginald. <laughs> I was wondering what my middle name was going to be. Joseph Reginald Joyce. Welcome back. Welcome back to yeah. the podcast. Thank you, sir. You are the first person to return to So the Story Goes. First person brave enough to come back. Well, I applaud you, good sir. Well, um, thanks uh, for having me. Good morning. And uh, <laughs> what are we doing today? Well, uh, we're going to taste some rums, kind of just go through some of the basics of rum, um, how to categorize them, what different styles are, but uh, not too deep because that would be a, s- a whole new podcast. A seven hour podcast. Yes. yes. Well, I'm down. I, I'm going to be uh, totally transparent up front. I'm not a big rum guy. Okay. Uh, but you did hit me to some new stuff, so I'm excited to try uh, some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, off to a good start. Let's. <laughs> what What are we starting with? Well, um, well, first I'll kind of just touch real quick on. How do you on, spell rum? All right. Well, if for like the in- English would be R U M, unless it's a rum agricole, and then that would be R H U M. But that's like the French spelling, and that's particular to uh, rums from Martinique. I was actually fucking around, but I'm actually glad I asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'll see like Ron a lot. And that's just Spanish for rum, like R-O-N. You'll see that on. Are you saying pan? <laughs> rom. Rom? Rom. Are you saying rom? Yeah, no. Ron. <laughs> rom. Okay. All right. Okay. Come on. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so I was going to say the, uh, probably the easiest way to categorize rum in a real broad way would be to do it by who the colonizers were Mm. of the particular Caribbean country. Um, So Spanish, French, and English in the most broadest Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to start with like a Spanish style, I suppose. Okay. What do we, so what, what is this called? uh, hmm. So this is, uh, this is cruising or cruising as I've been told it's correctly pronounced. And this is your kind of dry, um, gonna be column still. This would be like your mojitos, your a daiquiri. Mm. Um, now, so let's see. So, Spanish style, think like Bacardi, uh, Florida Cana. So, and any of those countries that would have been a lot of like South American, a lot of Latin countries would, you know, would have been colonized by the Spanish. And I've been told that or read that it's insensitive possibly to refer to them in this way, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying it in a derogatory way that, mm-hmm. you know, right. It happened. Listen, rum is a touchy subject. It is. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, first of all, I'm looking at all the other rums. This is kind of the, the looks like honey. It's got mm-hmm. that honey color to it. Yes. Ooh. But it's, so it's an aged dark rum. Now, there was another way to categorize them. They used to say like a light, a golden, a dark, and like a black rum. Okay. And that was how, but that really means it, it's nothing. I mean, the, the light rums are typically aged, but then they're charcoal filtered to remove the color. Okay. So, or you can have dark rums that have uh, caramel coloring added. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, so, so who they knows? might be... It's not like whiskey. You can't right. really tell from maybe, you know, the color. Um, 
the age. Mm-hmm. It's, I see. It's pretty free and wild. Okay. Right? I like it. Well, well, Prost. Prost. I want to just say that I learned from our first tasting, you can't just chug it. No. You have to leave a little bit in there. Yep. To go back. Exactly. Kind of laying down a foundation on your palate. I like the foundation so far. Coating. This is nice. It's pretty light, you know. I, I, I definitely get like a booze. You can taste the booze a little bit. Yeah. Right? What's the, what's the percentage? It's not, a, it's not a high. It's 40%. Oh. Well, it's yeah. also pretty sweet. Yep. Sweet and light. But this, I mean, this would be your, you know, this is, so this is from uh, St. Croix, but it is. Uh, That's where they make the um, carbonated water, St. Croix. Really? Well, it's no. a town called Le Croix. Le Croix. Really? And I'm just fucking okay, come on. Sorry. I mean, it's too early in the morning. I know. Too. You have to get up early because your palate's cleansed. That's right. It's fresh. Fresh. Um, but what was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it, yeah, this would be your rum and coke. This would be in the mm. well. Mm. This is actually in the well at my bar in Seattle. Small plug. Belltown Provisions. Come on. Find me online. Yep. Cash me outside. That's right. And so it's a, just an all-purpose. It's inexpensive. Mm. It's uh, probably relatively cheap to make. Mm. Um, you can make mass quantities of it. Mm-hmm. It's not real complex. You wouldn't want to drink this by itself. Which we're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't do what we're, we're doing. We're doing this so other people don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's like we're taking a bullet for, yeah. the, for our friends. This is a public service uh, podcast. Yeah, right? public service. Okay. Um, I, had a que- I have a serious question. Uh, How different... Are and and all of these are distilled from sugarcane, correct? Ah, that's a good. See that? Yes. I'm like paying attention there you go. and shit. There you, go. you know, I'm learning. Yes. All the time. Yes. Well, yes, all from sugarcane. Um, that's another way you can going to broadly categorize a rum is whether it's molasses based or fresh pressed sugarcane oh. based. I see. So, um, rum really came about because it was a byproduct of the sugar making process. So uh-huh. you crush the sugar cane, you get the juice, you heat it to separate out the sugar crystals. Uh-huh. What you're left with is molasses. And they were just dumping that essentially. It was like a byproduct, just uh-huh. a waste product. And uh-huh. then, you know, probably the, the local f- folk um, could get that for really cheap, found you could ferment it, oh, little distillation, lights out. and you got alcohol. And then, so all of a sudden, <clears throat> you know, obviously rum was part of the whole, uh, the slave trade, the, kind of the, the triangle mm-hmm. there. The, mm-hmm. So it was like sugar, slaves, and, and rum, and then later cotton and everything too. But uh, the molasses ended up becoming a sought-after mm-hmm. and prized mm-hmm. uh, product where it used to, you know, once they realized, oh, I can I make, can make, make, money. Some, make booze out of this. Yeah. And then, you know, having rum, that's less volume than shipping the molasses. So it's better just to make the Interesting. rum. Interesting. So. Interesting. Yeah. My question was going to be, is there like a terroir situation with sugarcane similar to like wine varietals? They're starting to be, yeah. Or, I mean, there is, but it's starting to be cared about or embraced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say the other, the other style is a fresh pressed sugarcane juice, which is typically, that's the French style. So the French would use a fresh pressed sugarcane juice. So, you know, crush it. Have you ever had sugarcane juice? No, by sir. Itself? No, sir. It's delicious. It's not as sweet as you'd think, but that's like, you know, taking that, go straight to the fermenter and distill it. And actually it has mm. to be done almost immediately, like straight from the fields. Like it doesn't last. It Whoa. starts turning and changing. So it's like you crush it, you got to get it straight huh. into fermenting. And right. 
Um, but that's where you're going to get more of the terroir. Of, okay, of, sure. Of the cane varietal because it's a pure. That would expression. make sense. Right, right. So if you had like a, a rum agricole, cachaça, which is what we're going to have, it's going to stand in for our, our French style. And that's has its grassy, uh, mm-hmm. aromatic. It, it's very interesting. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, are we there yet? Or yeah, I mean, come on, man. We don't have all day. There yet? You mean like you're hammered? Am <laughs> <laughs> hammered, dude. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's yeah. Let's go ahead and do so. Um, an anti shout out to uh, Total Wine. They didn't have any rum agricole today. Interesting. It's a reverse shout out. It's yeah. a shout in. Yes. Which is hard to pull off. Some you risk uh, a, a sprained tongue. You're making a mess. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna have to edit all this out you, now. You can just light this on fire. Did you want more? You're holding it like no, you I'm want just, more. I'm looking at it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be discerning. I'm. I'm trying to. Uh... Oh God, this smells very different. <laughs> yes. Holy moly. Yeah, so this Whoa. is Cachaça 51. Now, I have a question because uh, Cachaça is is typically in the Brazilian drink, Caparinho. Correct. Uh, does that assume that, like, does, oh, oh, I see. So this isn't a French-style rum. No. Okay, so that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Okay, this is, a, this is a similar style, similar approach. To that fresh sugarcane juice. Correct. Man, I'm like paying attention. I know. I'm just sharp right now, yeah. Joseph. Well, Reginald. you had a nice, <laughs> nice nap. <laughs> I don't okay, let's try this. Stop horsing around. Mm-hmm. Whoa, it just smells so completely different. Right. And that's, there. you know, I wish we had like the Rum JM or uh, Clement. There were some fantastic uh, French rum agricoles and they just man they were so expressive of of the sugarcane and that's you know that's when you start people caring about what varietal you're using because mm. for most of them you know they were just going what is the highest yielding variety mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's gonna get the most sugar hmm. flavor right. it's like whatever we don't care we just want mass amounts now can you speak to the fact that the that that the french uh, so what would happen in a normal situation? Like the first one we had, mm. they had the sugar cane, they pressed it, mm-hmm. they separated it out, right? Mm-hmm. So they got the sugar yep. and they got the molasses mm-hmm. and they got the rum through the molasses, yeah. right? Yep. Now what's up with the French? Why did they, they, they like skipped a step there? Do they hate molasses? They're classy. I guess that's my they're question. Just classy. Um, Yes, it's well known that the French hate the last. Yeah, That's they, pretty well documented. I, I, I thought yeah. I thought so. I mean, I, I grew up hearing those stories I about sure. the great molasses dump Oof, in yeah. Paris, mm-hmm. where um, the yeah the Seine uh, uh, molasses flowed in the Seine, yeah. like wine. Yep, um, and it was so thick you could walk across it. Yeah, and then it hardened because it was the winter, mm-hmm. and shit just got weird. Yeah, yeah. So ever since then, check your history, people. Yep, you don't believe us? Well, then you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, I I am forgetting off the top of my head where, why they went with that style. Hmm. Um, I know they will often treat it more, more like a fine spirit, like a cognac or something. Um, actually, Haitian Haitian rum. So again, the former French colony. Um, they're also fresh pressed sugarcane juice, but don't taste like this. Don't have that huh. same like grassiness. They they age them usually like in cognac barrels or like French limousine oak barrels. And it, it is dry. It has, um, 
I was like, well, like saline note to it, but it's very different, but it does, it's not that grassy, grassy thing. But. Were these, were these uh, civilizations, were they making rum prior to this, prior to, to having this, the colonizers? No. So many of the places the sugarcane was, was brought in. Was uh, okay. In, so it wasn't a product, a local product yeah, of these places. Yeah. Not on any scale. I forget. Where it comes from originally. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's like Africa? Pause for a fact check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't know everything. No, it's well, one thing I've learned. There's one thing I know. <laughs> yes, is that I don't know everything. And yeah, spirits as much as I love them, and that's been my life for like 18 years. It's it's yeah. amazing that you start digging in. Like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I know that. I right. learned something new. Yeah. So, never an expert on everything. So back off. All right. <laughs> But yes, mm. most of the sugarcane would be would have been brought in and I just see. set up as a industrial crop, you. you know, using slave labor and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that the the, the sounds like the story of rum did not does not age well. No. You know, unlike some of the rums we're gonna have. Oh my, what a segue! God damn, you're good. <laughs> well, this is my second podcast, so <laughs> kind of a pro at yeah. it now. So, okay, so again, that would have been like a French style. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it would have been uh, column still. So, I didn't talk about still styles. That's another way you Whoa. can kind of... Let's do it. Kind of um, a pot still. Mm-hmm. That would be like your traditional kind of round copper, mm-hmm. like a single distillation. Mm-hmm. You know, one pass is, is one distillation. That's, you know, your whiskeys. are going to be pot stilled. Mm-hmm. And then you have column still, which it's... It's like a multiple distillation process. So as it as it heats and rises up through like this column, um, there's different like plates, and it's kind of like redistilling, redistilling, mm. redistilling. So it comes like a cleaner spirit, mm. lighter. Your vodkas are column stilled, mm. and they're stripping out all that flavor, mm. all, all the all just the fun getting stuff. to the booze, mm-hmm. just but, getting to the alcohol. Yep. But you get a higher yield, um, usually distilled to a higher proof, so mm. you can add water to it you know that's like the that's your bacardis of the world those ones it's just get a lot of product mm-hmm. not a whole lot of flavor roger that but something that's pot stilled you get less out of it but it's got all like the fun congeners and just like the funky mm-hmm. that's where you get all the flavor okay so kind of like the off parts uh-huh. is actually what gives it flavor okay okay so on that now you ready what? for some 151 Let's do this. All right. It's 6 a.m. I'm not scared of shit. Yeah. Some for the studio audience. Yep. <laughs> this is a 151 proof, so uh, <laughs> so stay sharp. So don't, <laughs> don't hold a match in your mouth. Oh. Don't smoke near this. One. Hold on. Let me take my match out. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Oh. It mm-hmm. burns the nostrils. <laughs> it's a pungent aroma. <laughs> oh. And and so far it's the darkest. Right. So what's the what is this now? The, it, what style is this? Well, I was hoping you'd tell me because I don't know. Um, it's uh I don't know. This is a, a black rum. So this is the Gosling's Black Seal Bermuda rum. It's 151 proof. Bermuda, and, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who colonized Bermuda? Is that English? English too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is from molasses. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The only 
fresh pressed sugarcane juice thing we're having. It's going to be like cachaça. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot more rare. Uh, there's a beautiful one coming out of Hawaii. Well, two actually. There's Kohana rum and then Kuleana rum. Um, but they don't have it in Arizona. But it's but they're the, the Kohana is using heirloom varietals like mm. boat plants that like the original like Polynesian mm. people who came over to Hawaii brought along with them on their voyaging canoes. Yeah. It's like they're and they're crazy. I mean, they're beautiful colors and they grow all crooked and weird and like huh. very bad for mass agriculture. Right. Got but you. Got very you. unique flavors. So huh. but that's a whole nother whole nother podcast. Whole nother podcast. Uh, looking for sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kohana. Anyone? Hello? Kuliana. Are you there? <laughs> I know I know you guys. Um so okay. yeah, so this is a, a black one, which again would have been one of those kind of early classifications with a style. So they're adding in uh a little more, more molasses, mm-hmm. a little caramel coloring mm-hmm. to give it that color. Gotcha. But also gives it more molasses flavor. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's a really important one for tiki drinks. Noted. I just realized that I was smelling the microphone and not, I was like, <laughs> whoa. It's, it's microphone my- smells <laughs> like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay sharp. Oh, yeah. It's just a little 151 room. No big deal. So it's kind of funny how the black rooms <laughs> be sort of <laughs> looked down on. <laughs> Because that's something that's, oh. it's now frowned upon to have any additives, uh-huh. any caramel coloring, <laughs> or molasses. I'm going to uh, check out for a moment. <laughs> no, oh. no, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Stay away from me, Nick. <laughs> Daddy's getting his drink on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my 151. Get your hand bit off. Oh, whoa, though that is uh that is coming in hot. Yes. 75.5% alcohol. I think my eyes are burning. <laughs> All right. So what do you do? I mean, what do you do with this? Um, a float. Uh-huh. You know, a float on something. I don't Come know if on. you ever had some pina coladas. With a with a float on top. Yeah. Come on. That makes for an interesting, yeah. interesting afternoon. Uh a Mai Tai to put a little little 151 float on there, a little zombie. Whoa. You know, it's good. Yeah, tiki drinks. And it will add a like a certain like tropical flavor that mm. just like you just kind of need mm-hmm. in tiki drinks. It just it, it adds that. And je ne sais quoi. Uh, and you're kind of like real hip on the tiki stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a passion of yours. It, it is. I really love it. I never have had a tiki bar or worked in a tiki bar, but. I certainly have some tiki drinks on my menu at mm-hmm. Belltown Provision. Shout out. Uh, Seattle. Find us online and uh, on your uh, social media. Yep. yep. Fantastic bar. Tell them Brian sent you. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, Receive. Remember that shit from the, first, from the first podcast? <laughs> something like how to drink wine or something. Oh, <laughs> it's like, so it's... Tell them about an uncle and then yeah. you dump the wine on the floor. And you say, the time is now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, insanity. And then... One more. <laughs> One more. <laughs> That's how you taste wine. So if anyone had, has listened to the first blind tasting with, with Joey in season one, this is when the this is when the podcast was just a wee lad. Uh, Joey was down here visiting from Seattle and 
he we we did a blind ride tasting and anyway, I I kind of lost my mind. So anyway. <laughs> I mean, you those, know, those are the free and loose days, season oh, one. Man, we were just <laughs> shooting from the hip, y'all. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like we were drinking one fifty one rum or something. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, another rum that's not <clears throat> necessarily one you're gonna drink on its own. It, that's it's an ingredient. It's an accent piece. I will say you obviously taste the booze, right? It, yeah. It, and but there is flavor, mm-hmm. and it's not super sweet. No. Are those two things actually? This is a question. Yeah. Boozy sweet. Are they kind of like opposites? Can can you have super sweet boozy or is? I mean, I suppose if you add sweetness to something boozy, but yeah, I'm thinking like in the natural progression of 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 a dis, of a distillation. Yeah, definitely that they tend to be opposites a little bit. Yeah, so like the more you distill, you're essentially you know you're distilling out the sugar, or right. you know you're not leaving. You know, think of like a port or something, right? Like there, you stop the you're stopping the fermentation at a certain point, so there's still residual sugar. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's but then to have higher alcohol you're adding distilled alcohol but still keeping that sugar but that's a different okay that's the port the port pod okay the port yeah. pod which we can do season fortified wines season 13 um but yeah so typically well that's something that a pet peeve of mine with uh when people well, i don't like rum mm. i don't like it i don't like sweet things i'm like mm. it's not doesn't have any more sugar in it than mm. anything else than your vodka than your gin than your whiskey huh. it's just it's made from sugar but it doesn't mean there's sugar still in it. Okay. You know, it's dry. It's distilled. Right. As long as it's, you know, over 40%. Like, you know, if you have like a spiced rum, or any of those flavored rums, what was the one we saw today? The white chocolate raspberry <laughs> <laughs> rum. Yeah. like, what? How is that rum? Yeah. That's... Oy. What is the baseline of this of this booze? Oh, what fine rum was soiled with <laughs> white chocolate and raspberry? Oy. Yeah. So, no. It, uh, <clears throat> They don't have sugar. It's not, right. you know, so get out of here with me. Yeah. I'm just having a vodka soda because I'm watching my figure. Right. Get out of right. here. Right. On a fish sandwich. Yeah. Because I'm trying to watch figure. And I want a half regular, half diet. If someone orders a rum and Coke with a half <laughs> diet, half Coke, I will actually be, be very happy. I will applaud you. <laughs> yeah. I will applaud you, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say... <laughs> One more. <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> or their friend orders. And like, Come on with the order. Yeah. Jeez, Take forever. Has anyone gone into your bar and and d- done the Brian Chartrand <laughs> wine tasting experiment? Uh, not intentionally. Okay. Yeah, people have spilled their drinks. Uh, but no. I've... I'm waiting, and it will be a day. There will be. There will come a time. It'll, I'm telling you that when this podcast explode explosions all over the globes, <laughs> people are going to be flocking in I've, to Belt. How should that Belltown Provisions find us online? That's right. Well, I, I it's probably going to be the day, a day I'm off, right? And my other bartenders be like, "What the fuck, man? There's the strangest <laughs> shit happened today." The cat comes in. Talking about one more, time is now, shit. You're like, yes, drink. You're like, we made it. We fucking made it. <laughs> Find that man or woman. So the story goes is brought to you by Gensler Amplification. Uh, you've heard me talk about the Acoustic Array Pro. 
which is this killing little uh, I kind of call it a combo amp. It's got two separate inputs. There's a quarter inch and XLR input for each channel. But I'm here to tell you about their new EQ pedal. It's called the REQ. Now this sexy little device is killing. One of my guitars, I don't love the pickup, but instead of replacing the pickup, I asked Jeff at, at Gensler Amplification if I could try this REQ EQ pedal. And I'm really digging it. It's making this guitar uh, just sing. And it's got tons of different uh, EQ options. Check it out at GenslerAmplification.com. G-E-N-Z-L-E-R. Amplification.com. Okay, what's next? Okay, I'm now. I'm thirsty. Yeah. Okay, so I know. Well, I'm 51. will dry you out a little bit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to one of, one of my favorite... Um, I can probably see it since, well, three of the rums are kind of English style. Uh-huh. I, I, you might see where my preferences lie. English style. Studio audience? I'm assuming. Yeah. Because they're, they're typically the, the, the pot still. Okay. So there's more flavor. So what we've had so far, mm-hmm. Crujan. Yep. Crujan. That's Crujan. Like Crujan for a Brujan. Yeah. Which, uh, and that's a Spanish style. Uh-huh. So column still, column still, more flavor removed, just dry. Okay, not a whole lot happening. Molasses uh, based. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the cachaça, which is the French style sugarcane juice, fresh sugarcane juice. Yeah, I mean the the Brazilians might argue about it being French style, it's right? Brazilian style, right? But oh yes. right, well of course cachaça yeah. would be Brazilian, right? Yeah, but, but but it's the same same approach. It's the closest. Sub in for sure. Got you, got you. Uh, Goslings, uh, column still, uh, molasses based. Yeah, could be a, a a combo. So sometimes you'll have. So this is definitely a blended rum. So there'll be other types, multiple types of rum combined. This is in the Goslings. The Gosling, one. Yep, is, yeah, is those dark rums blended? Okay. A lot of times will be a column still. Um, then maybe it might have some a pot still. Added into it too mm-hmm. for a little bit of flavor and character, um, but uh, hmm. and then molasses added. So it, it's a mix, it's okay. a mixture. But this is also English. The Goslings is mm-hmm. English, style. yeah, Bermuda. Okay, now what are we on now? We're on the Pussers. Watch Pussers. your mouth. <laughs> Delicious <laughs> Pussers rum, <laughs> British Navy rum, um, and this is from Guyana. Um, I believe. I think they used to blend some from Trinidad, some rum from Trinidad in here too. Hmm. But I'm looking at the label and it just says product of Guyana. So maybe it's all Guyana rum. Okay. Now Guyana makes a great 151 rum called Lemon Heart, but I don't have it on the table. Okay. But, well. but so Pusser's is a really unique style still. So again, British style, hmm. more like kind of pot still, but it's a, a wooden still, not a metal still. Okay. Which gives it, a whole nother flavor it gives it a lot of flavor. So like an character. oak barrel kind of situation? Or? I don't remember what kind of wood it is, to be honest. Fact check. Yeah. Someone do that quick. Someone look up what type of wood. In Could a, a woodchuck chuck <laughs> if a woodchuck was drinking pussers? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just think about it. Oh. I mean, just I'm not saying I have to decide on it right now, but oh, holy buddy. moly. Oh, brown sugar. Yeah. Hold on. Let me smell my mic real quick. <laughs> yes. It smells like the last room. <laughs> Whoa, again, mm. I mean, 
as I said, man, I'm not a big rum guy, mm-hmm. but none of this shit has tasted the same. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so Which is cool. It is. You know what I mean? But this is this is the problem that you run into with rum and you know, this whole podcast I'm like I you know, struggling about well, how do I want to try to categorize it cuz it's so right. hard cuz it's, you know, I was saying off the podcast. Um You mean just like during the day? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I talk about the rest of the day. <laughs> But I'm not doing a podcast. Say, so when was that? Oh, it was off the podcast. It was off the podcast. Yeah. What do you mean? It was just yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was at work. It was off the pod. <laughs> you know, it, rum is made in about at least like 80 different countries. Hmm. And so to try to have some uniting rules or regulations is it's just impossible. So people right. are trying to do it. And that's why, you know, probably originally it was like the light rum or white rum and gold, mm-hmm. gold, dark kind of the rum agricole and then a black rum and like that's like these are your styles but doesn't you know a that's this cachaça that's white right that's clear right has nothing to do with bacardi right (laughs) or something like that um is there another spirit on the planet where a, a, a number of nationalities have their hands on it i mean right like bourbon Right, has to be U.S. Has to be U.S. But obviously, whiskey has been made in other countries sure. forever. You know, right? But you still have these rules, right? For and 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 then you think about shit like uh, champagne has to come from Champagne region of France right. to be labeled that. Otherwise, right. it's sparkling wine or whatever the fuck prosecco. Yeah. Or, you know. But I feel like so many countries have had their hands on this booze mm-hmm. so coming up with some sort of regulation would be tough or some baseline because right. it, it, it you've already described so many different ways to do it yeah using a variety of methods yeah. so how do you do it yeah how would you do it <laughs> what how would you do it i, I think i would just give up and just yeah. no um just i open up a tiki bar and fuck off yeah I no i honestly i i do kind of stick to the the colonizer description yeah. just as like that's I think that's the easiest broad baseline. Uh-huh. Your English, your Spanish, your French styles, and even but within those styles, there isn't variation. Oh, there is. There's tons. So you couldn't say, like, like a like as you're saying, like a light or a or a clear rum. Mm-hmm. These are the rules, right? Or a gold rum. These are the rules. I think it's the distilling method, distilling method, and type of sugar like base mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Those are probably like the easiest to kind of say. So like, gotcha. so Spanish style, it's going to be column still. Huh. Okay. Uh, column still molasses based. I see. French style column or pot, um, but fresh, fresh sugar cane juice. Right. English pot still molasses. molasses. And, Whoa. And that's, and then, yeah, then you can dig in. Cause then there's blends and right. then there's aging. Right. There's like Solera systems, you know, Solera system. They use that for like, uh, sherry and, and whatnot too. Okay. It's like, yeah. Imagine like, like a, a stack of, of barrels and at the bottom is the oldest ah. and at the top is the youngest. And as they pull some out of the old one, they put some of the one above it into that one. Interesting. And just kind of keep bringing it down the line and right then the line. right down the line. And so Hashtag that, that bottom one, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the bottom one might be, it's like, Oh, it's 35 year old. Ah, and well, uh, is it still 35? Right. You know, right. it's like the, at maybe some little point, molecules of right. the 35 <laughs> are still in there. Some so, residuals. So rum will do that. Mm. They, or a lot of countries, there's no regulations on, on the age 
mm-hmm. statements. So mm-hmm. it can be, you know, whereas in whiskey, it's the the youngest whiskey that's in there is what you have to label it by. I so see. you can have older whiskey. So if, it, if it's a 12-year... But why would you do that? A little bit, you know, just to add... For flavor, yeah. flavor, textures. Yeah. So like a 12-year, you know, everything in there is at least 12 years old. Mm-hmm. With a rum, if you had a 12-year, that means the very oldest one is 12 years old. I got you. So you could have a drop of 12 and then it's... So, yeah, it again, it's a wild, wild west of, of spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some still add flavoring, you know, hmm. caramel, caramel coloring. Right. They, they sometimes will add a little extra sugar too to mm. kind of change the mouthfeel or add the flavor. So it, it's a, but there's a movement. Oh my. There's a movement afoot oh to really appreciate fine rums. And there's, mm-hmm. uh, it's called a Gargano classification. Um, this guy, Luca Gargano and Richard Seal, who's a, a distiller in Barbados, who's a real respected distiller. And then uh, Luca is an uh, uh, importer um, of really nice rums. But they, they've they kind of created a system that is based on kind of what I was saying, like the the still type, the still mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. and the ingredient, whether it's fresh fresh sugar cane or, or molasses base. Right. But they, as they say, it can only be used on quality, like high-end rums mm. because, you know, some of the cheaper stuff, you have no idea where it's coming from. Right. And there, there's no transparency. Right. So that classification system, the Gargano, it only works for kind of higher end rums, like single estate rums, like a single malt, essentially. That's right. what they're kind of copying oh, off okay. of is like the Scotch system. So. Why do you think, why do you think um, rums, well, okay, now that I'm saying it, I'm realizing it might be kind of a, an obvious mm-hmm. answer, but why rums are so prevalent in tiki culture and i'm thinking like well it's fucking island cocktails this rum is typically distilled in the on these islands so mm-hmm. like what like that's a dumb question so no I apologize. no no it's i'm not. gonna take it back i'm taking it back i'm <laughs> editing it out do not okay because that is actually a really good question and oh, fuck yeah joey <laughs> god damn it but that i mean that can lead to a whole another discussion of which mm-hmm. i won't dive too deep in, into tiki because tiki is is a created idea. It doesn't mm. exist. It's, it's, it's made up as right. we believe. And that's why I have a problem. People get a little too offended about it, I think, because it's, yeah. it's made up. It's, right. it's Disneyland, you know, right. it's a tiki room. It didn't exist. You know, the reason they use rums is because it just, it's associated with these kind of imaginary tropical locales. And, huh. and it just, you know, if you look at tiki, it's got Asian influence. It's got like kind of the Polynesian thing um even you know some like south american stuff it's very yeah it's just a a broad yeah uh fantasy world uh-huh <laughs> and yeah a mixing of of flavors but yeah because rum would be made in a lot of those islands and i stuff, see it, it, it fits in but so i rather enjoy this yes it's quite nice me too so fussers okay sorry no yes. no no it's a Brit- british style this is a british navy yeah. style uh, this is actually the rum that they gave as the daily taught, so they called it the oh, daily yeah. ration of rum to British Navy up until I think 1970. I love it. Something like that. That's great. Like they were still getting a daily ration of rum wow. in the British Navy. So there's a thing called Black Tot Day, which was the last day of the official rations of rum. Uh, um, I'm blanking on the. Well, I did a isolation check. libation for. Oh, really? For, yeah, for Black Tot Day. 
Shout out to Isolation Libation. Oh, man. You did a hundred, over a hundred episodes yeah. of cocktails and every, yeah. you know, what an incredible catalog. Oh, we got to put, you know what we're going to do? We're going to, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to do a fucking, um, we're going to do a fucking, um, Isolation uh, Libation? Isol- no, we're going to do Isolation Libation, uh, a coffee table book. Oh, yeah. Oh. Talk to me oh, about man. this. These ideas, man. You oh. have a little bit of this Gosling shit. Shit's going to start fucking happening. So sorry, uh, black tart day. Yeah, no. yeah, and uh, but this this was the rum that they mm. that they would give, and it was yeah, typically rums from Guyana. Where uh, is Guyana? I don't even know if I've heard of that. Uh, it's right next to West Guyana. Okay, it's, no. it's east. It's east it's of west. East, yeah, it's east of west. No, Guyana? it's um kind of the northeast edge of South America. So it's actually on, it's on the continent, mm. South America. Mm. Mm-hmm. But very yeah, very interesting country. Hmm. Um, a lot of African influence. Um, sl- Ooh, slavery, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I, they, they like make this. So Guyana rums can also be called Demerara rums. You'll see that in a lot of like old cocktail books, calling for a Demerara rum. That's because the Demerara River is uh, in okay. Guyana, and that's like kind of typically associated with the type of sugar like an unrefined or less refined sugar, like a Demerara sugar. I don't know if okay. That. No, never heard of it. Okay. It's kind of like sugar in the raw, I guess. Mm. So it's, it has less, it doesn't have all the molasses kind of like out of it, out of it. Yeah. Got so you. it's got a little more flavor. It's not added. I don't believe it's no, it's not added back in. It's just less refined. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like brown sugar is just right. white sugar with molasses Coloring. and shit. Oh yeah. 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 Added back right. In. right. But yeah, Demerara sugar comes from, Guyana or that okay. style, but that's that rum too. So you get those. I mean, obviously the brown sugar note. Excuse me, is pretty prevalent. I get like yeah. clove and a little nutmeg. Um, there's a lot. I actually need a little a little skadoosh more. <laughs> At least you smell. You smell my microphone. Yeah, <laughs> smelling the correct object. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. smelling my armpit yes. doesn't smell good uh oh there you go july 31st 1970 oh thank you back of the bottle thank you back of the <laughs> bottle you solved the riddle yeah uh yeah so yeah pussers they also have a navy strength rum and that's that goes back to proof you know that mm-hmm. that's kind of the where the whole term proof came from because okay. they, they were proving that the rum wasn't watered down oh. so if you mix it with like gunpowder and if the gunpowder still lights that means it was a high enough proof uh-huh. that it wouldn't but if it was watered Water down then the gunpowder wouldn't, wouldn't light. light so they have they have a gunpowder strength one oh, as well my. which is pretty tasty but well for, i i rather like this yeah uh i can see uh myself um uh, on on a boat um uh, with uh with it with a glass of this and um you know just uh debating uh, philosophies of debating uh, philosophies <laughs> <laughs> yep i like the bottle too it feels very pi- piratey yeah um and this so this is the first one that we've had where and this one says ron on it Pusser's rum and it says Ron. Yeah, Spanish. Are you saying Ron? Are you saying Ron? Are you saying Ron? Ron? Pam. Are you saying Pan? Pan. Pan. And then also the rum with the H. Yeah, I think they're just covering their covering their bases. bases. 
But this is the first one that we've had that I would drink by itself. Yeah. Not the exactly. on the rock. Yeah. Actually, that will like squeeze a lime even. Mm, delicious. Um, what about a Pusser's Manhattan? No. Yeah. A Pusser's Old Fashioned. Now, what did you tell me to do the other day? Smith and, and Cross. Cross old what, Fashioned. Old Fashioned. Which, yeah. We're almost there. This is foreshadowing. Yes. Pusser's Rum, y'all. It's really good. And I, I, I could, I could envision, uh, uh, enjoying this. It makes a great, a great daiquiri. Mm. So if you're not aware, daiquiri, one of those drinks that's been, uh, bastardized or stolen kind of like the martini where everything in a v-shaped glass was a martini mm. you know, there's no such thing as an espresso teeny i have to tell you no such thing as like a strawberry basil martini you're crushing dreams joey there's espresso cocktails there's strawberry basil cocktails but dreams are not being crushed. a martini it's not a martini martini is gin you. and sweet vermouth um so and many people are crying right now well they're crying they had to know because they didn't them. know the truth. Yeah. We are truth seekers. Uh-huh. And we're fucking good at it. I won't argue. Okay. But the daiquiri is another one that's <laughs> like, you know, these frozen blended strawberry daiquiri thing. I'm like, that's, that's yeah. a, a classic daiquiri is two ounce rum, three quarter ounce lime juice, half ounce simple syrup, give it a good shake, strain, the end. Mm. And it's one of the finest, finest drinks. And all your cool hipster craft cocktail bartenders will enjoy drinking those. We either called snackeries, is what we call them in Hawaii, or DTOs, which is what they seem to call them in Seattle. Down to offend. Daiquiri timeout. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the vanity license plate. <laughs> Don't assume. Do not. Um... Okay. All right. You ready for? I'm ready. I don't know what you're doing. Well, this is my this is my second one. Oh, that's right. Not to brag, but oh, okay. I well, this isn't a fucking pour. this isn't a fucking contest, Joey. Mm. I'm here to learn. I'm here to drink. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to drink. It hurt. All right. Now we're okay. On to one this of my is the ones. yeah. This is one for me. Smith and Cross. Uh. Thank you. Um, that is like, I was like, it's too funky. Oh. It's too much and much of funky, but then. Easy, white boy. I know. I know, but then you, I, we were talking on the phone the other day, and um, I said, I'm out of whiskey. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you were, I, I, as I recall, you were crying. I was crying. <laughs> Uncontrollably. And I, and I sent out the, the Joey bat signal, and I I was like, Joey, what do I do? And you said, try a Smith and Cross uh, old fashioned. Because mm-hmm. I had all the other bits. And I got to tell you, I was like, whoa, this'll do. Mm-hmm. This'll do, donkey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, I woke up four days later. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a glorious, glorious time in my life. Yeah. In my lives. Just wanted to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Hope you're enjoying this exhilarating <laughs> rum tasting with my good homie, Joey Joyce. Uh, if you dig the podcast, please share it with your friends, rate it, review it, go listen back to the other ones. I don't know. Um, just wanted to thank you. Hope you're digging it. I'm loving it. 
We're going strong. Fifth season. Come on. Just getting warmed up. Let's get back to my combo slash rum tasting. Smith and Cross. 57%. So it's no joke. It's not 151, but mm. what is that? Do the math. 114. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're quick. 114, baby. Come on, I'm like a math like fucking wizard. Don't even, don't yeah. What's two by two? Four. Two. Seven, five, five. Two seven, by, seven, two, seven, by two. What's <laughs> 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 two? <laughs> yeah. Well, two by two. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> One more. One more. <laughs> Oh, Smith and Cross. It's a traditional Jamaican rum. Jamaican me crazy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Seriously, though. It's a pot still. So it's all a pure oh, pot still. I've like grown to love this. It, it's, it will. All right. So tell me why I love this. It's pot still from molasses, mm-hmm. uh, English style. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, it's, and, and, it's called Jamaican style now. I mean, Jamaican, come on. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, uh, that, but that, but why is this why is this so much gamier than the other ones? Um, so Ooh, it's it's funky monkey. It's the the yeast uh, typically. Um, hmm. The distilleries will have a lot of like the, the wild and native yeast mm-hmm. in there. So cool. you know that's what's that's where you get you know like beers. You know sure. you know you know beers like a, a saison or something right, right? like the right. farmhouse style like yep. a wild yeast. You get some. Kooky flavors um, can be challenging to some, but exciting to others. Um, Whoa. You know, Whoa. It, it's, I get apricot. Do you get apricot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. It almost, it almost tastes like schnapps to me now. Mm. It's evolving. Wow. My palate is like, wow, it's a growing. You are. It's a growing thing, you know, and I just feel like every time we hang out, I discover a new... Uh, aspect of my palate. Yeah, well, I have to take all credit for that. And you do, which I think <laughs> is rude. <laughs> I tell everybody, anytime you taste something, you say, you know how you learned that? From me. Me, baby. Me, baby. Me. me. Okay. Traditional Jamaican <laughs> Next rum. Next rum. Next. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> I, see, I see a couple of rums in arm's reach from me uh, behind it's me. It's also your, true. On your level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that's also true the 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 this bar would be nothing it would it would be a, a, a shade of its own self were it not for your input much like and, your palate and uh, take all credit and uh, and the pandemic certainly helps <laughs> yes. to beef up oh look they even give a couple different examples of, of drinks that you can do neat on the rocks <laughs> in a glass <laughs> from the bottle um so, Jama- so why so why is it a little gamey? It, it's so it's, it's that it's yeast. that wild it's, yeast. It's the yeast. It's the distillation process. You know, doing a pot still. I want to say that no, they're they're copper pot stills. Chester yeah. copper pot. Chester copper pot. We had a cocktail named that at my bar, livestock in Hawaii. Shout out. That, what was that? What's that from? Goonies. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the Chester Cup. Jen Tanaglia, shout out. Oh my! Is, her cocktail, the Chester Is she listening? Line. I don't know. <laughs> Hello, Maryland. Are you? Yeah, she will now. Uh, lovely, lovely girl, lovely lady. Um, no, yeah. So the the pot still. Um, yes, it is. Ah, I feel very confident that it's all copper pot still. I don't think they have a wooden still, but yeah. I think but is copper. it wooden still? 
<laughs> still, okay. See, still, still would be. Is this, <laughs> my jokes are getting dumber and dumber as this tasting goes on. But another thing, so again, the native yeast, and then that funk is known as hogo. That's the mm. Jamaican thing, um, is hogo. And that's that unmistakable, funky, banana, yeah, ester, heavy, mm. Mm, delicious rum. Yeah. Um, and that, oh gosh, how's your, your French is pretty good, right? Pourquoi pas? Je m'appelle Brian Chatron. J'habite uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Mm -hmm. Je suis uh, uh, 745. Très <laughs> <laughs> um, bien. So, H-A-U-X, and then is it what, like G-A-U-X or something? T-H-A-U-X. No. So, H-A-U-X. Go. Which is a hoax, but, you know, anyway, sorry. See, the jokes are just getting bad. I didn't know that was a joke. <laughs> a goot. Like, a whole goot? That's German. Like, no, no, no. That's, nine, that's, when, that's, when, <laughs> that's when a lady of the night is very good. <laughs> whole goot? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, a G-O-U-T would be like a taste, I think. Okay. Like a whole, like whole, H-O-U-X, yeah. taste. Okay. I think. Maybe. I man, think. I, I got to go back, back to my fucking back, back French checking. book. Okay, but now, now it's, you know, kind of got, I guess, Englishized or whatever. Now, like H-O-G-O. Englishized. Englishized. Jamaicanized. Is that a word? Is that, that a is, word? I'm pretty, that's French. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hogo, like H-O-G-O. But okay, it comes you, from the French, like hogo, and I forget what it means. But someone fact check this. This is actually this is live. Whenever yeah. you're listening to this podcast, it's like call in you're the first with, caller, be the first caller, and win a shot of Pusser's rum. But you have to come to my Mail, house. They mailed to your door <laughs> <laughs> in a paper cup. Um, but that is that's that that funk that just Jamaican rums have, and there's. There's no mistaking it. There's no like it's, it's like a stinky cheese. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. like like a saison. It's like a a cidra, like a Spanish or Basque style cider that has that like that funky thing. Once if you love it, you love it, and then like nothing else. Yeah, nothing else compares. I mean, I even you know for all my daiquiris, I'm always using the Smith and Cross, the Pusser. Well, the Pusser's that's not Jamaican, but it still has got like a richness but yeah. the Ray and Nephew they have over there I feel like that should be a bonus little taste because that, that is whoo that rum will take you places oh my but this Smith and Cross yeah like you said the old fashioned so just a little little dash of simple syrup uh, were you doing just Angostura bitters or were you throwing some orange in there too I was doing orange as well I think I did tell you to do that I'll take credit <laughs> and I think I put I think I put the sweet vermouth in that, well, that's the Brian Chartrand Old Fashioned. If you've been to his house, get a Brian Chartrand Old Fashioned. It's somewhere between a Manhattan and an Old Fashioned. It's an old Manhattan. Old Manhattan. I, that's my go. And then, pour it out. <laughs> say and then one you say more. one more. Yep. Uh, but don't, it, Actually, don't do that yeah. here. I would be very upset if you dumped <laughs> my cocktail on my own floor. Oh, yeah, but come do it at my bar. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you got like industrial-sized mops. Anyway, what have we we've learned a lot today? We've learned that rum is very hard to categorize. Yes, and it's a never-ending. But you know, it's like you know, 
I find it's like schnapps, right? Mm-hmm. Schnapps, people have an association. There's a stigma against what it is. Yes. Yeah. Right. When I bring a bottle, a nice bottle of schnapps home from Germany, it's like a very rare thing. Like I'm, I'm fucking in my arms on the airplane with this motherfucker, yeah. right? And I get home and I pour it out. Just try this, just a little bit, and they're like, "Nah, I don't, I don't like schnapps." I'm yeah. like, motherfucker, you don't know what this is, right? And it just has a fucking stigma. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like peach tree de Kuipers yeah. or whatever. Yeah, butterscotch. Schnapps. I'm like, no, 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 no. So. I feel what we're doing today is we're educating the public that rum is a is there's a whole variety of of usage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it neat. You can add it to cocktails, and I think people just think of like uh, fucking the the captain, uh, yeah, whatever Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. Yeah, see, we didn't touch on spice rum, which we don't need to. <laughs> right. So that's like, I guess the point of this was. I wanted to learn a little bit more because you hit me to this Smith and Cross. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, it's delicious and very versatile. Mm-hmm. You know, every bar should have. Oh, yeah. Maybe the three styles. Yeah, for sure. Spanish, English, French. Yeah. And. Well, French is going to be harder to find. That will be less. You're going to. It's going to be a, a. A more crafty cocktail hmm. bar and i'm not trying to be a snobby bartender snobby snobberton and yeah no definitely no, not that definitely not that but it is one that's not going to be as common hmm. you know there's probably a bottle of cachaca sitting there somewhere because mm-hmm. caipirinha had their moment in right. the 2000s um, um which is still a delicious drink you were so we, we went to uh total wine hashtag total wine hashtag looking for sponsor hashtag didn't have what we wanted that's a that's a shout in shout that's a shout in um um, you were looking for a, a rum from Martinique. Yes. Okay. So that is actually one of the few rums that actually has very defined what it has to be. It has an AOC. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Appellation Original Controle or something. That, yeah, that was yeah. very bad. I love French. your French accent, though. Oh, merci. Oh, de rien. Um, but it has an AOC, so only rums from Martinique hmm. can be labeled as rum agricole. That's such R-H-U-M. a fucking... That's a fucking French thing. That's what no, they oh, do. Yeah, of course. That's what they fucking do. Yeah, well, they protect their quality, edible. I know. That's my thing. I get it. Uh, you know, they're protecting the the sanctity of these things. No, I, I get it, man. I get it. I'm just, you know. <laughs> well, this, I, I, I've, I now will have to have a bottle of Smith & Cross mm-hmm. in my bar at mm-hmm. all times because well not only does it make a, a really interesting variation of a drink that i love uh rye based uh but you can just sip it on its own yeah and it's cool yeah you know just neat yeah you know and this for 57 percent, it doesn't no hit you like that no it does not hit so what would you just send us out well we're gonna have that other one yeah but um like what would you suggest people do with say Smith and Cross. I'd say squeeze it in where sub it for like whiskey and you know, cocktails, you know, actually like a proper Manhattan would be good. I would, I think the Carpano Antica, which I know you're always partial to for sweet vermouth because it has so much like kind of heavy vanilla notes. Mm-hmm. It's going to play real nice with a Smith and Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, I already get a little bit of that. There's a, there's a butteriness to it. Yeah. There's like a creamy, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, no, I think you did. I, I agree that that vanilla would play, it plays really well with it. Yeah. You know, I would probably do mine on the rocks though. I know 
a lot of people get their Manhattans up. I've always been kind of a rocks, a one big cube. Mm-hmm. But I think with a Smith and Cross with a higher proof like that, it's going to stand up. So oh, I see. It's going to, as it dilutes, it's still going to be nice. Um, You're saying that the ice melting won't dilute the flavor of it yeah. enough or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, It'll change and it'll, it'll still taste good even though as it gets more diluted. Yeah. Um, I've done Smith and Cross Negronis, which are interesting. Uh, I like that. So, so Campari. Yep. Smith and Cross. Mm-hmm. And sweet vermouth, sweet vermouth. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's, that's good. Really? Yeah. It's like, oh, you think like a Boulevardier, right? A yeah. Boulevardier is like a, a whiskey Negroni, essentially. Uh huh. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it. it I it think works. you hit me to that too. Probably. I, I think I take all, all credit. You take all credit. Well, you should <laughs> definitely take all credit for all the good booze that I have in my in yeah. my home bar. You got enough stuff. You you ought to try like a little like a little vieux carré. Yeah. Vieux carré with vieux vieux carré. I, I swear to God, quarter. I go I go to places and then like, uh, what? I say, a vieux carré, and then like a vous carré, a vous. I don't even want to what the fuck they say. Vous, vous carré, yeah, vous carré, vous, vous carré. It's one word, vous carré. Vous carré. You want oh, a vous yeah. carré? Yeah. Anyway, I hate those people. Yeah, they're the worst. What were we talking about? Smith and Cross. How to use it in cocktails? Yes, exactly. But so I mean, it stands in for whiskey like that. Honestly, like mm-hmm. it, in a in a vieux carré, vieux 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 vieux, vieux is carré. old. Vieux carré, 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 carré. We'll get there. <laughs> then you give me all credit for your fucking French uh, bullshit. All right, we'll have a Japanese lesson next time. Domo ori fucking gato, homies. No. Oh. <laughs> no lesson needed. You already got it down. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. But but that the Smith and Cross, yeah, great in a kick out the the rye, mm-hmm. in the vieux carré, yeah. Put in the Smith and Cross, Whew. but it still makes a killer daiquiri too. Like yeah. it's you know lime. Float this on a fucking um um a mai tai, a little mai tai or a pina. Yeah. Well, all oh, it's already in there. All, well, all the pinas that we we we've been drinking has some, has Smith and Cross yeah, in it. Yeah, and even that I use like a a, a blended rum of like. Jamaican Barbados and Trinidad, which has a little bit more like interesting. I, I gotta say, I, I just, I don't get into Spanish mm. rums. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Spanish rum. Well, now the Spanish rum community will not be sponsoring this podcast. No, they don't. You know. Watch it, pal. <laughs> I need all the fucking sponsorship <laughs> I can get. You know what I really enjoy is uh, Santan Spirits. Oh my! We had some of their. We did, didn't we? Their, didn't we? Huh? Yeah, the canned canned cocktails. Oh yeah. Had that whiskey, that whiskey. Uh, the ginger. sacred stave. Oh yeah. Well, oh, of course yeah. the rye. Yeah, the sacred stave is killing. We've been enjoying the uh, the sun splash. Yeah. Uh, the mix the mixed cocktails uh-huh. at the pool. Perfect. Yep. Come on, babies. Yeah. Yeah. I right. picked up a bottle there tomorrow to bring back to my bartenders in Seattle. So. Come on. Spreading the word. Yep. Thank you, Santan. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Spanish rums. We don't need you. We don't need you. We got Santan. That's right. Hit me with this, Ray. And oh, uh, man. All right, this so is, this is clear, first of all. Yes. So this is Ray and Nephew, white overproof rum. Oh, God. It's guaranteed full Overproof? Strength. Overproof. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so overproof generally just means a higher proof rum. Right. This is 63%. Do the math. Two by two, come on. What's two by two? Four. What's five, nine, time? Five, seven. What's 63 <laughs> by 63? <laughs> too many. Too many to count, motherfucker. 
Oh, look, it, it even d- doesn't want to pour because it's like, there's too much alcohol well, in this. It's got like the uh, yeah, like the flame-proof top. <laughs> is that what it is? Flame-proof? <laughs> Jesus, no. what are we drinking? I'm so excited. This is, like, this is like the party rum of Jamaica. Like, I love their Instagram feed. It's just like, God, these people are so much cooler than me. They're just these beautiful Jamaican folk just... Partying it up, dancing. Drinking with, this. With, yeah. This is like this is like the vodka soda, rum and coke, but it's what do you mix with percent? Jesus. Um probably nothing. Just yeah, probably everything. Um I, I love it. I mean they got like the, the Ray and Nephew branded cups and they're drinking out of that. I'm like, oh man, I wanna go there. This wow. is this is this and Smith and Cross are probably my two favorite runs. So this already reminds me of Cachaca. Oh, interesting. It has to me, it has that same kind of like nose on it. It's it's got some sort of grassy mm-hmm. thing to it. Yeah. So the Ray and nephew, uh, copper pot still from molasses. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Now, see, I I want to say that uh, I don't know if it's all copper pot still. If oh. it might be a blend, Chester copper pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like we mentioned it before. I feel like déjà vu. <laughs> uh, hit me up for all French uh, related um, accent, accent oh, aigu, accent grave. Paris, no shit. Eighteen seventy-eight. <laughs> what does that mean? Just has a metal. A <laughs> <laughs> made-up insignia. <laughs> yeah, it was a local competition in eighteen seventy-eight in Paris, and this London, Jamaica, Paris. But yeah, so this is an unaged. Oh, now see. This is a This is Jamaican as well. Yeah. Jamaican me crazy. That's the second time I've heard that one. <laughs> Start to recycle more jokes. But this is, I mean, an inexpensive rum. But again, like if I'm gonna use a a, a white rum or an unaged rum or clear rum, I'm using that. Because there's so much flavor. It does it, what, it, it, what do you think, studio audience? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah once again. He is mute. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to speak. He hasn't signed the uh, whatever the waiver, the yeah. disclaimer, or no yeah. images. It it reminds me. It's it's kind of like a a Smith and Cross of oh, oh what okay. this one Kashasa and and this like it has elements of both yeah. to me. Yeah, and that that is my favorite daiquiri. This yeah. Ray Ray nephew. Yeah. yeah, which I made some simple syrup. Last, Last night? night, you did. No, no, it was two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago. Yeah, I was like, Joey, what are you doing? Making simple syrup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you do, As I you suppose. Because I swear, if anyone buys simple syrup, stop. Yeah. Don't buy simple syrup. Make it yourself. It's sugar and water. What are the proportions? Sugar, water. More. <laughs> Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> oh, really? What was that from? Uh, oh, men oh. Are, yeah, Men in Black. Like, yeah. Edgar, your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> Water. More. Um, pulls the skin back. Can you just stay on track? We're almost done with I this. I know. Okay. Um, uh, well, okay. If you're doing it by volume, not by weight, I'd say... Oh, go, yes, yes, yes. I'd volume, say yes. go ahead and do... Like one and a half parts sugar to one part water, because 
sugar and water by volume or not. So if you do one to one, you're actually doing more sugar than. Well, you're not going to do doing a, more water than sugar. You mean like a cup of water and a cup of sugar? Cup and a half of sugar. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Why? I, that, that feels like a lot of sugar to me. No. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm learning shit. Well, because. Jesus. Yeah. So there's little air spaces between the granules of sugar. Right. Oh, I see. So water versus. You do, I got you. Got you. If you do one to one, like by volume, by volume, it's not, it's not one, one, to one to one. So I tend to go like 1.75 to one. 1.75 sugar. Sugar. Cup of sugar. 1.75 cups of sugar. Uh, yeah. And that's how you want that's how you want to make a simple syrup. I want And how often do you use simple syrup? In every almost every drink I make. No shit. Yeah. I mean, old fashioned, simple syrup. Well, not Manhattan. But you know, like daiquiris, margaritas. Like there's uh-huh. you know. Huh. Goes in it goes in so much. And so why I want it richer, like a heavier one. Because you're still diluting, you know, like you're still shaking it with ice, you're stirring it with ice, it's gonna I sit see. on ice. It's, I want, I skew towards all my drinks are heavier flavors right off the top. Mm-hmm. And if it's a little bit like, whoa, a little bit much, a lot of time it starts melting, I it's see. still gonna taste good. Whereas, like, it, almost like it, if you get a drink right and the first taste is perfect, then it's not perfect. Because mm-hmm. as soon as it starts melting, it's watered down. Right. So that's why I like higher proof spirits. I like a richer, heavier, simple syrup. Huh. I want more flavor. Yeah. And then it's going to come down. You know, if it's stirred and up, that's a little bit different story. Right, right. Come on. <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Reginald Joyce. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot in this hour. Good. We've tasted some wine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Poured out a few glasses. We said one more a couple times. <laughs> the time is now. The time is now. Uh, we've no, we've you've you've given me a, a a lesson, and you know, even if the only thing out of our friendship over a number of years <laughs> was that you'd hit me to Smith and Cross, I'll be happy. It's all worth it. It's all mm-hmm. worth it. Um, what a pleasure to hang, brother. Yeah, man. Studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> we we hope your voice returns returns someday. <laughs> Um, yeah, I always, I love these, man. I look forward to these to these raps and um, yeah, man. Learn about learn about the booze. We're, and we're uh, gonna do it. Let's do a schnapps next time. A schnapps mm, tasting. Oh my! <laughs> Butterscotch, sour <laughs> apple, watermelon, peach tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. yeah Speaking mar- martinis, daiquiris, schnapps. Another one that's right stolen. The name has been stolen. Right, it's been hijacked. Yeah. Yeah. Schnapps are amazing. Yeah. Eau de V's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, try some rum, people. Go yeah, out, go, go out and try some rum. I'm telling you, man. I, 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 as I said, I was not a big fan of rum, but I got I to gotta say, the Smith & Cross plays really well mm-hmm. in place of rye, which is what I tend to gravitate towards. Yeah, which is wild because it like, has more... Almost like bourbon flavor. I mean, right. like the vanilla, the caramel, like the... Right. It was richer, but... Yeah. Yeah. Go drink some rum. Yeah. Go Be to a happy. reputable bar. <laughs> talk to your... Hit me with... Where, where do you work again? Uh, it's called Belltown Provisions oh in uh, Seattle, find, Washington. Find us online. We open less than a year, but just have a really it. good time. Yeah. Really good time. Really good cocktails. Come see, me, come see Peter. 
Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. But no, go, really go to like a, a solid bar. Go on a weekday. Mm. Don't go on a busy Friday night right. and say, hey, can you tell me everything about rum and just do like bartender stories about rum? Right. Save it for the weekdays, people. Yeah. Friday and Saturday, your bartender probably would love to talk to you about stuff, but they're busy. They're slammed. Yeah. Go in during the week. Yeah. Sit, pull up a chair and mm-hmm. say, hey, I, I heard this incredible podcast. So the ah, story goes. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah. yeah. I did a little rum tasting. I'm inspired now to learn a little bit more about rum. Learn about rum. Try some new cocktails. Tell me something new. Yeah. You know, we're just scratching the surface here. So do that. Expand your palate. Expand your horizons. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey. Reginald, is that a family name? Um, I've never actually heard it before, mm, before tonight. Yeah, well... Yeah. It looks good on you. And what's the A in Chartrand? That's Archibald. Archibald. Okay. Uh, Archie. Archie Bunkerbald. Uh, uh, that is a fam- That is actually a family name. Um, Archimedes. Archimedes. Ar- 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 Archim- yeah. Archimedes Archib- Archibunkerbald. Archimedes Archibunkerbald. <laughs> Say that fucking <laughs> after some rum. Jesus. We got a lot of overproof rum here. <clears throat> I think we nailed it. Yeah. I think we nailed it. Thanks for your time, homie. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. You you house me here. You let me come <laughs> crash your pad. <laughs> Force you to have uh, pool time, seltzers, wow. and pina coladas. It's terrible. It's really It rough. really is rough. Yeah. I don't know how I make it through the week, Well, to be honest. You're in luck. I'm leaving soon so you can get back to the grind of working. And- <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. Man, thank you. I look forward to number three. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Huh. Mm-hmm. So story